Hello, everyone. My name is Ariane Zucker, and welcome to Everything from A to Z. I am a positivity advocate. My joy in life is to share with people how to become their own hero for their own audience. And by their audience, or your audience, I mean every human has the power to be a hero within their own family, community, and workplace. So with everything from A to Z, we will cover the multitude of ways you can discover your hero. In my experience, people will hear things differently from different mentors. It's just a matter of how or who vibes with your vibrations. So buckle in, start your engines, and get ready to experience a new road to becoming your very own hero. Hello, everyone. I hope you had a fantastic week. Mine was crazy busy per usual, but you know what's funny is I don't think I'm ever not busy. (laughs) I think I have to actually make myself not be busy. Um finding time for myself. Uh, I can't find time for myself, though. That's also the fun part. But um, I had a busy, busy week this week, which was good. So I hope yours was super successful as well, working on yourself, working on things you love, working on being happy, working on your independence and your individuality. I hope you had all those amazing things happen for you. And I'm going to share one great thing that happened this week. I think I was sharing my last podcast, that I didn't like my schedule. So I wanted to change it. And I started to shift what I was doing on how I woke up in the morning. I'm one of those people that I literally, I can, I have been doing this since I can remember, since I started setting my own own alarm. I literally (laughs) will put my alarm clock on 30 minutes prior. So let's say I have to get up at six, I'll set my alarm at 5.30. And I like to roll around and kind of wake up and then get up at six. (laughs) I know some people probably say it's the worst thing, but it's sort of the way I like to roll out of bed. I don't like to jump out of bed. I'm not a jumper. Uh, I tried it once or a few times and I was like, this isn't for me. So, you know, it's a trial and error, right? You got to try things that are for you. So I what I do is I really like to write. Sometimes I'm too tired at night to write in my journal. So I've been doing it in the morning and I've been writing down my dreams because I'm remembering them right when I wake up, which I find fascinating. Anyway, I just thought that was really one cool thing that I started doing this week for myself. And I'm like writing and writing and writing in detail. I'm like, wow, that was pretty detailed. I don't remember all of them. Do you? Do you remember all your dreams? Sometimes I can if I have to be at work really early, then I don't journal. But anyway, I just thought for myself that was a really cool thing to wake up to, to start writing down what my dreams are. There's a really great book called The Artist Way. Talk about working on yourself. Holy moly. And part of your journey during the book while you're reading Artist Way is to get up and in the first thing in the morning to get up and you literally start writing and it doesn't even need to make sense. You're just writing. Whatever the first thoughts that are coming to your mind is pretty cool. Anyway, so I kind of took that idea and went, oh, you know, let me write something fresh in my mind. So that's what I did. (laughs) And last week we got a chance to 
go back up to Lake Tahoe so my house is safe from the fires and it doesn't smell too bad like smoke. I thought it would be inundated with smoke, but it's not. So I'm happy to say that our home is uh, safe and happy. Thank you for all of you who asked. I appreciate your concern. It's very sweet. So this week's podcast is about what makes you an expert. Because people nowadays can do so many different things and life is just different, education-wise, everything. So I did some reading, and I read some articles, and I, I checked some questions based on whether or not you are an expert at what you do. What qualifies someone as an expert? Is someone else's certificate better than another's? If you do a ton of research yourself and apply it to what you're doing, does that make you an expert? Well, the definition of expert or one of many definitions of expert is someone who has a comprehensive and authoritative knowledge of a skill in a particular area. What does that mean exactly? I'll get to that in a in a minute. So I just want to say yes. If you're in a if you're a doctor or an architect or a scientist, things of that nature, of course, you cannot graduate high school or college master's programs without, you know, having a higher education in in, in those departments, right? Um, but there are so many other jobs in this world. It's incredible. When you ask, start to really ask people what they do for a living and they, you know, drugle off something, you're like, wait, what do you do? What does that entail? <laughs> and how did you get there? Uh, but you, when you think about the, uh, a lot of people are self-taught. And they study on their own because they just their minds work better that way. I mean, there are, I know um, as far as artists go in the world, there are so many artists and scientists or biologists who have actually studied without having a degree and just became uber smart in, in uh, what they were focused on. And it really comes down to focus. But, you know, for instance, Whoopi Goldberg struggled with dyslexia and she didn't finish college. She moves to California and she ends up booking the color purple and wins an Oscar for it. Like incredible, right? Now she worked at her craft. She didn't just like all of a sudden, mm, I'm going to go to California and, and gets this. You know, there's always work that she's working on and working towards uh, to get to this place in her life. Or, or Frida Kahlo, you know, the artist with the thick eyebrow. She suffered from polio. She was hit by a bus when she was 18. Talk about unlucky, right? But then while she was recovering, she started painting. And she was at a prestigious school in Mexico, and she was studying natural science, I believe. But painting was was in her heart and her mind, and her boldness (laughs) and her confidence of making life go the way she wanted was the reason she became so incredible at what she did at her painting. It made her an expert in her career. Charles Darwin, I'm going way back, uh, he didn't finish his profession. He started out in medical school and left two years later. And then he was studying with uh, Robert Grant in marine biology. And then several years later after that, uh, he uh, was on the HMS Beagle. And that was captained by Robert Fitzroy. And that's where he really started to collect plants and animals and rocks and fossils Oh, and that's when he later ended up writing his theory on evolution after collecting enough evidence through his travels and his discoveries. And 
I know these people may sound like extraordinary people, but so are we. So are you. This takes a lot of focus when you really want to become something, an expert at something at what you do. It takes that focus. And we're so easily distracted nowadays, right? So think about how many times you pick up your phone. That's that much more time you can be spending on focusing on what you want to do. So I did nerd out there a little bit because I really find it fascinating because it inspires me to go, you know what, just because these people are way high up on their food chain, if you will, if they're of the work, extraordinary work that they have done, you know, it it gives me inspiration to know that I can get there. But I'm, I had to figure out how am I going to get there? How am I going to succeed? And if you're, if you're someone who's looking to become an entrepreneur or even study to, you know, shift your career and be a doctor or a lawyer or something, you should try it. Like I continually say, try everything. If you have an idea, try it. You're going to know pretty much right away if you like it or not. Is especially when you get a little older, you kind of, you go, oh, okay. It's, and not giving up. You're going to know if you like it. And there's a difference between giving up on something and liking and disliking it, right? So being an expert on something is about how much effort you put into something and how you apply it to your business. Is your expertise something that works over and over again? Is your expertise helping those you serve consistently? Is the research you're doing creating success in your business? Those are the things that make you an expert in your profession. Not to mention the constant work that people do to always better where they are in their business. Right? So if you're in construction, right? Say you work for a company and you really want to start your own business and you are really, really amazing at your your craft, your carpentry, and that's not your concern. But are you good at the business aspect of it? Do you have a mentor? Do you have someone who can help you kind of just get to that place where you really have to focus on how to market? It's not easy getting your name out there. It's not easy figuring out how am I going to get people to recognize me and see me? And that all comes with trust, trust in your heart, trust and belief in what you do. And that is part of you being an expertise at what you do, right? I would say, you know, in my profession, I don't know, is anyone an expert? Um, Not in the coach. Yes, in the coaching business. Yes, I'm becoming an expert in the craft, my niche, which is physical, emotional practice. I am really, really good at teaching people how to get in touch with their emotions and how their body feels. That's my expertise. I don't need a certificate from someone else because I know how to do it. I spent so much time doing it, right? But as an actor, I had to start out. Everybody has to start somewhere. Just like my coaching company, right? My coaching business. I have to start somewhere so then it elevates itself to another place. So when I was acting, someone had to give me that chance so then I could continue to become an expert at what I do, right? So does that all make sense? You have to be given the chance, And you can educate yourself and you can read, but when you start, you have to also start physically putting what you read into action. It's like, this is such a a great analogy for me. Like, look, you can punch in your GPS wherever it is you want to go, right? You punch it in and now what? You've got to drive the car, right? 
You can't get to that destination until you travel it. Your success shows up in other people's smiles and other people's referrals and people's handshakes and people's thank yous. So it's really, really exciting to, when you discover what it is that you want to do for a living, and again, even if you change it and you're like, I just don't know what to do, take that I don't know what to do and start asking yourself, well, what can I do next? Who can I ask? You are going to get find yourself in a little standoff and a little plateau going, I'm stuck. Now what? I can't seem to get past where I need to be. I am at this threshold and I cannot cross it. So you have to ask questions in your field. You have to continue to do those studies. And then you have to try something, whatever that is, whatever works for you. And I know it, you know, I'm trying to be specific, but it's all very vague because it's so about you and where you are in your position. That's why when you work one-on-one with someone and a, a mentor, you really help push you to that next level and help you get to that successful place in your life. Okay, so that is my two cents about being an expert and having expertise at something. So don't be afraid of it because there are experts everywhere, right? Because they do the work. If you're willing to do the work, then you will find yourself very successful. And again, it's not always about money. It's about always having enough. Thank you so much for listening to this week's podcast. So I'm very excited to announce next week, I have a special guest on. I don't have uh, guests on very often, but I thought I'd throw a little surprise or two in. But she is my friend and my co-star, Stacey Hyduk. It should be a lot of fun. (laughs) And it's, uh, she's a great, great, such a wonderful person. And it's really about supporting women and finding, helping each other find our strengths. So I hope you get a chance to take a listen to that and I will see you next week.